0: The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabe, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Metis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. Oh, Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I'm your host, Tim, certified sex educator. I identify as a chaotic homosexual, and if you want to spice things up in the bedroom, I suggest you play doctor, in the sense that you should make him wait outside the bedroom door for an hour. (laughs) Uh, If only we can make it as realistic as possible. I'll bring a speculum into the bedroom and then... Not have sex at all, just make it as medical as possible. But hey, some people are into that. I don't know. I haven't been to the doctor in forever, which is why I'm dying. Uh, No, I'm not. (laughs) Anyways, I'm going off on a tangent. We're here to talk about, uh, well, let's see. We're just here to talk about dating. We're here to talk about, you know, how to be a better date, be a better partner, be a better you. None of those things I know how to do because I am an absolute dumpster fire. So <laughs> I have here with me the founder, the CEO, the head in charge. I, I don't know what, what else to call you, Andre. Uh, <laughs> President? Um, everything. <laughs> of the yeah, Chosen yeah, the, app. the, the,
1: the, the visionary. Um, all of those things are all of those things are good.
0: There you go. (laughs) But please don't let me hijack your intro. And why don't you introduce yourself to the audience, Andre?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Andre Smith. I'm founder of Chosen. It is a relationship wellness app designed to help people be the best version of themselves, helping people show up better as a friend and as a partner and just be a better version of themselves, whatever that may be.
0: That's so cool. A better version of yourself. And (sighs) <sighs> if only I can learn a thing or two. I mean, <laughs> I've signed up for the nudge notification. I'm, I'm
1: sure at some point you have you have grown. Like you're you're not <laughs> the same person that I knew a year ago, I think when we first met. <laughs> so like at some at some point over the past year,
0: how would you say that you've grown? Hmm. Okay, you know what? That's a good question. Uh f- in the past year, I feel that I am at least more aware of my emotions and where they're coming from and what they're telling me. Uh, Okay. You know, I think, I think that's a good
1: thing, right? Yeah. That's, that's a positive thing. And I'm, and I'm sure if you go back and you look at the last five years, you probably could pick something else out that you are a better version of yourself than five years ago.
0: Well, five years ago, I didn't hit four digits in my kill list. If you know what I mean, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I know what you mean.
1: Right? So that that's that uh, is that is that's a positive thing, right? It was something on your list that you wanted to check off, and you had to figure out how you were going to get there. You know, you learned some new tricks. Uh, you know, you 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 spice. I met some new tricks. Up and you met some new tricks as well so like all of those things are are like positive things like there's there's no reason that whatever the better version of yourself is you know as long as it's not imposing on someone else's well-being i think it's a positive thing
0: and i like that you say whatever is the better version of yourself because there's no actual ideal better version that everyone should aspire to is there No, not at all. And also, if you think of like,
1: you know, what are your what means something to you at different stages of your life, what you would be happy on that kill list or your uh, bucket list um, might be different at different stages of your life. And so like whatever that is for you, you know, I think people should, uh, you know, set a goal and attain it and, you know, just whatever that better version of yourself looks like at that stage in your life. You should be able to get it
0: right. And that's where chosen comes in. And what I like about one of the main features that chosen highlights at the homepage is that it's science-based. There's like a relationship science to it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So like my own personal journey on personal development was a mix of therapy, books, mentors, lived experiences, uh, you know, and so there wasn't any necessarily one right way to get there, you know, but if I could have gotten better information earlier on, so where maybe I was comfortable with the ideal of um, intimacy or I was comfortable with the idea of opening up to a mentor or a therapist, if I could have gotten there quicker, it could have caused myself less pain and it could have caused other people in my life less pain.
0: Oh, what happened? Can you give us a little bit of what that pain was?
1: Um, so, I mean, just, I mean, I would say that, you know, we've all had relationships that didn't work out and maybe, uh, you were a part of it not working out. So it it could, it's not necessarily that maybe it wasn't a good fit. It could be just, it wasn't the right time. I couldn't communicate what my needs or desires were. Or vice versa. I've I've had any number of those situations, you know, whether romantically or as a friend or, you know, maybe not showing up the best version of myself in a professional environment. You know, all of those things are connected. You know, they all have, you know, some type of outcome that negatively impacts you. And of course, you can af- afterward, you can say, OK, I grew from that. I I know that I don't want to feel that way again or I don't want to make someone else feel that way, you know, but how can we get there with
0: like less of that pain? Oh, that's deep. If I had an air horn sound, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) damn. So we're in that journey where you like, you know what? I have gone through this and I feel like other people have gone through it. So I'm going to try my best to start, something, an app or a, a foundation or whatever? Like, how did those gears start clicking to start Chosen?
1: The last three or four years, I've been thinking about it in various aspects. I would say that it all kind of came together over this past year. But I would say just like my personal growth journey probably has been over a decade. You know, whether it was reading a good book or therapy or getting different mentors and different Parts of my life, there was still the challenge of, okay, how do I apply it in my life? And like, if you think about your communication style, you know, it's like, okay, I understand communication styles, but then it's like, okay, how do I apply it to this person in front of me? Not just theoretically in a perfect universe, like this is how I want to be communicated with, but it's like, how do I actually communicate it with somebody? Or how do I pick up on what their communication style is so that they can get the best version of me? and they can hear me based on what their needs are. That was really the the challenge that I saw. You know, even when I was reading these books or going to therapy, it was still like, okay, how do I actually apply it? And so that's where I saw that the challenge was. And then, you know, just kind of started researching. Um, you know, my goal has always been to be a serial entrepreneur. And so, you know, I just it was just a matter of like research, talking to people like, OK, these are struggles that I'm having. You know, how are you dealing with them? You know, one of the things that I did just even in college and after college, I would host conversation parties where we would come over. You know, everybody would cook dinner. We would throw questions in a in a hat and we would pick them out and have conversations around it. That's and so, you know. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, like, you know, it can, it can be as interesting as the people that are there. And if it's the more diverse the group is, I think the more interesting the conversation can be, you know, because people are going to come to the table with different lived experiences. And so, you know, it'll challenge the way that you think the more diverse that group is, you know, cause if you just have a bunch of people that, you know, you basically agree on everything, then you're not going to really be pushed past your comfort zone of having an echo chamber in a, you know, intellectual conversation. Exactly. And so, so yeah, so like I've always tried to do that. And so, you know, as I was going through, you know, I saw that there was, there's been 700 million that's been spent in the last decade on mental health apps, but that still doesn't necessarily help with the stigma. And we've only gone from serving 42% of the need to 47%. So it's more than just money or, or access. There's also the stigma. There's the um you know what if you're coming from a culture or a religion that you you know you're just not idea with asking for help or asking questions outside of your community you know and so all of those things those nuances um i think the the cultural competency just was lacking and and i thought that that was something that i could bring to the table you know being uh you know a black man from the south
0: Mm -hmm. How do you think Chosen breaks the stigma and busts out of that echo chamber that we're so used to?
1: I think the biggest thing is meeting people where they're at. So a lot of apps, if you're not ready for therapy, there's really no point of you downloading it. You know, because it's like you can only get therapy. And so it's like if you're not ready for a therapy session, like there's no need of downloading it. And if, you know, and once you're not in a therapy session, it's very limited to what you're going to actually even use it for. So I think the biggest thing is making it relatable and meeting you where you're at. So everybody has a relationship, whether it's with yourself, whether it's with a friend, a family or significant other. You can choose every 30 days what goals you want to work on and then, you know, we'll meet you where you're at because everybody has a relationship. Everybody's used to like, okay, like maybe I'm not ready for therapy, but. I would like to be a better version of myself next month than I am this month. Or I I might want to stop having breakups or I just want to have a better relationship with my sibling or my parents. Everybody kind of goes through those different stages at their own time. And so meeting people where they're at, I think is going to be the the biggest thing.
0: Mm -hmm. But that's not to say that like these apps are a substitute for therapy, is it? it's more of like just a step. No. Step. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a stepping
1: stone, but what my personal vision is, is to create an end to end solution. So, you know, even though today I'm starting with, uh, you know, a person setting their relationship goals every 30 days and getting uh, a nudge text message of a suggestion, my, my mission is to close the mental health gap. And I think I can do that by creating an end to end solution. So everything from that day, that daily touch point, all the way through on demand coaching and on demand therapy. And, you know, I think sometimes we don't necessarily need a therapist to get a better job. You know, sometimes you just need somebody to hold you accountable to to changing up your resume. Or you know maybe, call you out on
0: your bullshit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Right. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You know, or, or or you need a sex coach because you need to spice it up and you need some, you know, educated feedback in that part of your life. And you don't like you don't necessarily need to go to therapy for that. And so it's about meeting people where they're at and whatever you need throughout your emotional and mental health journey.
0: How can we provide tools to make that process easier? Where do you think that stigma comes from where asking for help or seeking the aid of an app or a coach or whatever is like a sign of weakness? Is that like just us trying to shift the needle to being a more thick skinned society or is there something more than that? I mean, as
1: a black man from the South, I would say that it's definitely religion on
0: on our side
1: you know and i can't speak for every culture but you know i would say that that for the black community it's it's uh definitely religion oh race.
0: honey for immigrants as well girl Like <laughs> <laughs> my conservative catholic <laughs> filipino family is like you're never supposed to admit defeat ever you're supposed to be the best <laughs> that you can be like like me being uh asian and gay and like being in like um uh, white majority school i can't just be good i have to be the best right oh my god so did you feel the pressure to be like the best gay always i felt the pressure to be like all right i have to be a well-behaved gay man i have to be a well-behaved uh asian man and that means having to get the top of the class, I have to be, like, not flamboyant, you know? I I have to be, I have to blend in. And, you know, there, there were some points in school where I saw myself, like, okay, this is working. Because you know how, like, your books they would have, like, most likely to be da-da-da, all that? I got voted most likely to be the Prime Minister of Canada. So I'm like, okay, so this is a sign that this is working, that I am, like... You've played able. the game well. I've, exactly. I've blended in well. So... Look at how that turned up for my mental health. I've been in therapy for the last four years. <laughs> That's good. That's a positive thing. I mean, right. Uh, I had to go through a little bit of trauma to to find it. But, you know, I, I do enjoy that this app that you've created is like, it, it's a way for people that are struggling with their mental health or with their relationships. It, it's kind of like a what's the metaphor i'm looking for to like dip your toe in the water without taking the full plunge because i understand that therapy can be scary and also like the state of financing therapy is abysmal like shit yeah On, on
1: both sides of that relationship i would say that the therapists are are equally as frustrated with the system as the customer is
0: yeah like they're so pissed about like i don't know like insurance and malpractice and or whatever else fees that they have to cover so i do enjoy what chosen is doing but don't let me sing your praises please like walk us through how exactly chosen works like from step one to whatever goal that the user sets
1: yeah. So uh, as soon as they go to chosen.io, uh, the first thing you get to do is choose what relationship you want to work on. So uh, your romantic relationship, family, friends or yourself. Uh, and then from there, you get uh, a list of six goals and uh, you choose three. And then from there, every three times a week, we'll send you a nudge uh, via text message around a suggestion on what you can do to accomplish that goal. And then uh, there's going to be an interactive link that if you want to learn more about that particular goal or that particular nudge of, like, how to actually implement it or, like, why that's important, you can click on that link and uh, you'll be able to, like, read more about, like, why that nudge is important and how to implement it in your life.
0: Oh, that's cool. What's an example of a goal and a nudge? let's do one
1: from the personal uh, and then I'll do one from the romantic as well. Under personal, improve uh, health and wellness. Treat yourself to some form of self-care once a week. Uh, So that would be the nudge. And then the learn more part would be you can't take care of others if you don't care for yourself. So make sure that you practice self-care. Practicing self-care Uh, has several emotional, mental health, and physical benefits. For example, uh, self-care can reduce stress, frustration, and anger while increasing concentration, happiness, and energy. Thus, remember to take care of yourself first, as it benefits both you and those you love, because you can't
0: pour from an empty cup. Preach, preach. To all the gays that are listening to this episode, RuPaul said it best, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? amen to that (laughs) amen to that (laughs)
1: exactly you can't i i literally was just having uh this conversation with a close friend this past week and for like over a month they were going back and forth with a relationship that wasn't serving them and it wasn't even like it was a relationship in the sense of like titles were involved you know boyfriend girlfriend or You know, anything like that. It was literally just like early dating stage of like just trying to decide whether or not you wanted to go out to eat again. And like the person was just not emotionally available. And I was just like, this is not serving you. Like you just need to shut this off because like it's, it's not adding to your life in any way. And, and, and it's not that they're a bad person or they're intending to. They're intending to hurt you It's more just like They're not available And if they're not available Like It's it's okay Maybe you will Connect again in, at, at a different time In each of your lives So where you're both Emotionally available And it's not fun To be on either side Of that conversation You know Because You know Even as somebody that Has been On the side Where I'm not Emotionally available Like it's not fun To to know that like your emotional unavailability is causing
0: someone else pain. Yeah. Like I didn't mean to I'm just like, I'm just not at that space yet. Yeah. I've been on both ends. I mean, cause I'm versatile, yeah. but you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, it I love sucks. It. it sucks. Like, yeah. uh, like when my emotions are not being reciprocated or that when somebody was, like, falling a little too fast for me, I was like, oh, God. I, I, and then I get all anxious as to how to communicate that because I uh, I, 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 get scared of, like, uh, I'm, am I going to seem too clingy if I uh, profess my feelings? Or uh, am I going to seem like a malicious, heinous bitch if I say, oh, I'm not exactly where you're at right now? And it's like yeah mm, how do I fight that or do I even have to fight it should I just accept that uncomfortable feeling I, I lean towards the
1: latter of like being we have to at some point be comfortable with having those uncomfortable conversations you know because like if you think about it if you're in a if you ended up with a, in a relationship or on some level with this person there's probably going to be other uncomfortable conversations just have just have it like it's going to be uncomfortable for sure but it's not like that's going to be the last uncomfortable conversation that you have you know if you're still talking to this person and i think that's even i think we need to do a better job even with our friends like we put so much emphasis on our romantic life of like holding these amazing standards that our romantic partner needs to be uh our lover or our, our you know, everything that, you know i Are everything like, you know, but like we should like spread that that love out and that thoughtfulness of, you know, asking our friends or our family to show up better and also for us to, you know, reciprocate and and show up how that person needs us. And, you know, maybe not all of the time you have the capacity, but you can also communicate, hey. I don't have the capacity to show up like this right now, but this is how I can show up for you. Like, this is what I have the space for.
0: But what if, like, that's still not a match? Is it worth just to say deuces? Does every person have
1: to be a match for that life experience to have value? Like, just imagine how we started this conversation with you you mentioned uh your kill list right uh does i should rename that that's
0: awful
1: yeah yeah i was i was like that's a little that's a little toxic but okay you know what we're gonna meet you where you at tim
0: listen i am anything but healthy a toxic little rat
1: So, yeah, you know, I was like, you know, that's toxic, but you know what? We're going to meet you where you're at, and so we're going to go with it for now, right? So does every experience on that kill list need to end up in this, like, lifelong relationship for that experience to have been valuable to you?
0: Hmm, good question. No, I don't think so, because, like, okay, everyone on that i've ever slept with has affected me in one way or another but like not in the sense that like it's had such a profound meaning to me they've affected me in some way where i like saw the world a little bit differently or they made me rethink how sex should be or something but not to the point where it's like oh wow the world is so much brighter or you know some bullshit like that (laughs) so exactly so 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 that's why i think
1: that having that conversation like that is a positive thing because you've had the conversation and it doesn't mean that that person needed to be like a lifelong contact for you for that relationship to be valuable you know whether it's uh romantically sexually friend-wise like some people are meant to be in your life for a season some people will be in your life for multiple seasons and some people will be in your life for a lifetime but all of those experiences make you who you are
0: how do you know which one is the season relationship and which one's like the whole all the way until the series finale kind of relationship
1: are you able to have those tough conversations
0: (laughs) absolutely (laughs) fucking not
1: (laughs) Oh, no. <laughs> then, then that means that you're not ready to to go on that journey with somebody, right? Mm, mm. I mean, because you're gonna have to have you know tough conversations, uncomfortable conversations, and there's nothing like you know wrong with that uncomfortability. You know, it's not like I I treasure it being uncomfortable. Like I would like to be more comfortable with the idea of emotional intimacy, but like I'm not always like. Sometimes it could be that person. Sometimes it could be my timing on my end that I'm not emotionally available. And I don't think that there's necessarily any right or wrong way to look at it. I think it's more just being honest with, you know, yourself and also honest with the, uh, with the other person. Um, I think there's, there's this term, uh, that I've heard used multiple times about intellectual flexibility, uh, and emotional flexibility of like, if you meet somebody today, like, you know, as a person, we evolve every couple of years. Right. And so if you're going to spend a lifetime with somebody, you're going to have to be comfortable with the, that person changing as they're going to have to be comfortable with you changing, you know, because like your needs, your desires or what was important to you now is different than maybe four or five years ago. So like we, we, we evolve as humans. And so you're going to have to be comfortable with with having that flexibility of understanding that you're gonna change, that person is gonna change. You gotta talk those things out.
0: Mm-hmm. Does it ever get easier? Do you think these uncomfortable conversations?
1: Easier? I don't know. How do you it? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> You know
0: what I mean? Like, like hell nah. You
1: know, it's 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 not. I would I would not say it it gets necessarily easier you know maybe you don't necessarily feel as bad after them or you don't have the anxiety building up to it you know but there's there's still going to be that level of discomfort but you you don't necessarily you know you can grow past that anxiety you know and just get more i more comfortable with that that feeling
0: my insecurity with that revolves around the difference between or not maybe not so much a difference but rather like there's this fine line between having that difficult conversation and looking like a cold heinous bitch right so i don't want to i don't want to be like you know heartless or callous it's just that this isn't exactly how i feel so for example when i was having that conversation with the guy who was falling in love with me a little too quickly he was like that's rude why did you lead me on i'm like i didn't realize i was leading you on and then he sent me a whole thread of like insults and like whatever and i was like i i I didn't mean to do this i didn't do i deserve this am i am i that you did that of a person (laughs) no you
1: didn't deserve it and and that probably speaks to maybe insecurities that he had so that reminds me of uh like an insecure attachment style. And so any type of rejection is not just like, it's not just like a simple, you need to tone it down. He's hearing that as I hate you. I don't love you. I think that you're acting ridiculous. Like that's how he's hearing it. It doesn't really have anything to do with you. And I think sometimes we have to realize that sometimes people's reactions, that's some internal shit they got to work out
0: that's true but i can't help but feel that i caused some sort of harm and me being like the people pleaser that i am that doesn't sit well with me that i caused harm or i made someone uncomfortable or i just like ruined their day and i think maybe is that more of a me problem (laughs) well you know like let's think
1: through let's talk through like what what how what could you control in that situation did you ever ask, what is, what's your conflict style? Like, how would you prefer to be communicated with? Like, you know, are you somebody that, uh, you know, you see a problem, you immediately want to talk about it or no, I want to
0: run away for the hills. <laughs>
1: right? Do you want to run away? Like, do you need time to like sit in your thoughts? Cause like, I'm, I'm very much somebody that even if there's a problem, like, I don't want to be caught off guard about it being a problem. Like, give me a heads up. Let me, like, think through it. Maybe, maybe I wasn't in, like, maybe I was just having a bad day, but like, give me a heads up. But that's my communication style. And so, like, maybe asking, you know, before engaging in that conversation, you know, figuring out what's their communication style because you can control how you deliver something you know you can tweak the context or the you know how direct or indirect you want to be based on the, the other person's communication
0: tone the delivery yeah, absolutely yeah,
1: yeah yeah there was all all the time i definitely got up i definitely got in trouble with my parents uh for my tone i can <laughs> i can guarantee you that um oh definitely, i know definitely got in trouble for tones <laughs>
0: Say that again, and then they'll go grab the slippers right. or something. Like, and then I would say no. it again.
1: I'm like, just in case you didn't hear me, didn't let me repeat stutter
0: And I meant it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You
0: heard me the first time. You're not deaf, are you?
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh my exactly. god.
0: If my parents ever heard me talking like that? Like, oh god, I would not be here recording this podcast right now. <laughs> Jesus, I would, yeah, they would be pissing on my grave.
1: <laughs> right, exa- exactly. You know, those are those are all things, all those are like learning experiences. And, you know, you can only control how you show up. And, you know, maybe just ask a couple of questions so you know how to better show up for that individual.
0: So we've been talking a lot about communication. And I was wondering then, what do you think is... What do you think we're getting wrong in most of our relationships? Is it just like how we're conveying our ideas and our feelings, or is there something more than that?
1: I think we are more apt to communicate how we want to be communicated with, as opposed to taking the other person into account. Of this is just who I am. Love it or leave it, this is who I am. If you line up five people, Each of them are going to hear hear that differently. And maybe you can just ask some questions about, you know, hey, what what is this person's communication style? You know, is tone important? You know, are they a, a touchy feely person where like, you know, before I deliver it, you know, I need to give them a dap or a hug. You know, all of those little nuances. I think that's probably what we get wrong the most is like not taking the other person into account. Of how they're going to hear it.
0: Right, but is that really our responsibility though? Or is that more of a them problem?
1: Do you want to be right or do you want to get it right?
0: Oh! Ooh! Meow, 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 meow! Holy shit!
1: I mean, like, you can get upset with the the results and be like, oh, well, that's just that other person's problem. But if, if they're not hearing you... How you intended them to like you're still not getting what you wanted out of the communication and it, and it like and not and not always all the time are you going to necessarily have the the most capacity to like do those things. But one of the things I've tried to do is not turn that on and off in my life of just like that's how I'm going to be. Like, regardless of whether I'm in a professional situation, a friend situation, a significant other situation, I'm going to be the same person. And I'm going to try to pick up the, on those nuances and so that they can hear me how how I'm intending.
0: OK, I, it's not hard. I hear that.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, or rather rather I meant to say it's not easy. It's, it's more of like turning it consciously on. And just being like, okay, I'm not gonna turn this off. Like, I'm just gonna, like, this is who I'm gonna be. That's how, that's how I, it's made, it's been easier for me. But like, it doesn't, like, in, in practice, it's not always easy. Like, I, you know, I'm still not always gonna be at my best depending on what day you catch me. Uh, you know, but I can still try. And if I'm trying, I'm still gonna be better than if I just said, fuck it. Uh, this is who I am. Love it.
0: That's true. And that sounds like, I don't know, Instagram therapy, where it's like, you don't owe anyone an explanation. You can just walk out of it's Like,
1: Like, yeah, you can. But like, what are you, what are you, are you getting what you truly want out of that? Like, I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe it's like refreshing to be a dick to somebody. Like, ooh, I told them. But, but. Are you are you walking away with the good or service or what you needed from the interaction?
0: Mm right, right. Mm, that's true. Cause it I guess with something that callous, if you are that kind of person and you get away from that interaction with what you need, then I guess it it, it just seems like I don't know. It, it seems it seems gray and there's like no right or wrong answer to this because it feels very like nuanced and it requires a lot of nuance to it, to it is
1: it is nuanced yeah. I mean, I, an example of how I do something that ne- that negatively affects my communication. So, I grew up in a household where my opinion didn't matter. And so I am more apt to be Extra honest with somebody Not because They necessarily needed to know all that But it makes me feel better That my viewpoint Was Was heard But it wasn't necessarily The appropriate time To say that Or it wasn't necessarily The person that needed that level of honesty From me But it had to do with my parents and my upbringing not allowing me to be honest
0: oh yeah that's that's really some stunted growth there or like a missed opportunity if they're not allowing you to be that honest uh Uh, yeah
1: and so like like think about like you know having that as the first 25 years of my life how many missed opportunities of growth that I have if, if instead of getting, uh, you know, getting to therapy books, a better version of myself in my thirties, like what if I, that would have been 10 years earlier? Like what would, what about my life would be different if I was a better version of myself earlier? Like how many, you know, negative relationships or negative situations could I have prevented in various relationships if i could have gotten it
0: but also maybe a little bit of negativity is not so bad <laughs> a healthy amount of the yeah, negative I mean, you know you, you need a
1: little bit of negativity to appreciate the the, the sunshine right i mean I, I i get it you know but that but that was a way that like that's that wasn't a positive thing on my end and it made me feel good, but it wasn't always good for the other person. And it didn't necessarily serve the end goal that I wanted. It just made me feel good in the moment.
0: I, however, am just always a negative little rat. <laughs> <laughs> Spreading negativity all around like COVID. <laughs>
1: no, you, so. you, you've you grown over the past year and you're aware of okay, where you're feeling. That's from. true. So that's
0: true. I uh,
1: you, you have to give yourself more credit.
0: Like, yeah, I do like hide behind this facade of comedy and like self-deprecation but i internally yes i do understand that i have had some growth uh slowly but surely i i don't think i'm exactly where i want to be yet emotionally but would i change the things that i've been through absolutely not we'll be right back after this commercial break Yes. Hey, you sick motherfuckers! I've got a special treat for you. Need a new toy to spice up your sex life? Head over to loveshop.ca slash edmonton and get yourself a cock ring, a dildo, a vibrator, or even a life-sized sex doll. <laughs> Damn, I guess love really does come in all shapes and sizes. Get 15% off your entire order when you use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout. They're shipping to all of Canada and the United States because North America is horny. That's loveshop.ca slash sexedwithtim and use code SEXEDWITHTIM for 15% off your entire purchase. Happy orgasm! Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do. Only my listeners are sexy as fuck. I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to dalekuda.com, that's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A dot com, and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 25% off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me. 25% off. And, cherry on top, free shipping Oh my God. I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me and Girl, mm, I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing like a little jock strap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there. And I'm on the train, I'm just like, oh, 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 thank you, Dale. <laughs> That's DaleCuda.com with the code sexedwithtim for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping. With a deal like that, I swear I could come buckets, Annie. The show is about to begin. Yes. How do you think your app would then help in times of crisis if something does come up?
1: In each of those goals, there are, uh, or each of those relationship types, there are uh, conflict resolutions in each of them. Um, So there's definitely suggestions that we'll give there. Uh, but one of the things that we'll be rolling out this fall are um, challenges that can be done either as an individual or with uh, a partner. And when I say partner, just like somebody that you're doing the challenge with, it, you know, it doesn't need to be a romantic partner. It could be a friend, family, what have you. We're definitely creating challenges for, you know, every emotion or aspect of a person's life. So we'll definitely uh, be be working on those on those things. Um, Is there any type of conflict or emergency that you can think of that your audience has experienced more than others?
0: Well, I've been receiving emails like, for example, I suspect that my partner is cheating on me or... I no longer want to be in this relationship because I feel like it doesn't serve me. Or my partner is just not pulling their weight in this relationship. And now we're struggling to meet rent and pay the bills because they're unemployed and they're not willfully searching for a job. You know, something like that.
1: So I would say under the under personal relationships, there are goals that are related to financial growth and emotional growth so there's definitely suggestions that we'll give on the nudges but even uh for example we had a seven we did a seven day love challenge with uh, shay and so we created a one of the days that was like chosen conversations depending on how a person answered questions then we would give them conversation um, starters that were relevant to those two people it takes the the ownership off yourself in the sense of hey these are just some suggestions that the app gave us, you know, and we're going to have these conversations, you know, so it's, it's in a little bit more of a controlled environment. So where, you know, they don't have to be upset that like, you know, you're calling them out. It's more of like, it doesn't sound as
0: accusatory. Yeah, exactly.
1: It doesn't sound as accusatory. And so creating unique challenges like that, where we can spark conversations and, you know, we did, Um, like the seven day love challenge. And so that was like really condensed in, um, you know, covering a a lot of different areas, essentially a different area every day. Uh, But we'll have other challenges that will be very narrowly focused. So, um, you know, what does love, you know, what does money mean to you? And, you know, those are conversations that depending on what money means to a person and how they what their relationship with money is, those conversations can be a little different, you know, or depending on, you know, what their financial literacy is, those conversations may be a, a little different. And if you're dealing with, you know, say a business owner, and that might be a little different than if you're dealing with somebody that is hour to hour. And it's not right or wrong. It's more just about, okay, how can we facilitate a better conversation?
0: <laughs> and those better conversations can vary they'll they'll yeah. always like be different they're gonna sound different i know in different
1: this, stages of life
0: that's true yeah because not every single conversation in every stage of life is going to be the same like uh, a husband and wife or whatever spouses they can't have the same conversation as like two people that are going out on a date for the very first time, <laughs> you yeah, imagine ex- exactly on your first day, you're already talking about uh, down payment on the mortgage, <laughs>
1: <Jesus>. right? Exactly, <laughs> like, hey, do you have your 50% on this mortgage? Like, Hell. You know, that would be an awkward first, That that's an awkward first date, you know. So, I, uh, you know,
0: or if you're dealing uh, with raising kids, yeah, oh god, I once went on a date where this guy asked me. What's my five-year plan? I didn't realize I was being interviewed for a job. What the fuck? <laughs> oh yeah,
1: I, I I feel like when I was younger, I definitely would take that approach of like, hey, I gotta, I gotta, I got this checklist over here, and I'm trying to get through as many <laughs> questions as possible, <laughs> you know, and, and like, oh, and it didn't necessarily serve me, but um. But that was definitely the approach like, you know, when I was younger of like, you know, I really approached it as a as an interview. And I've also been on dates even now that like that where that they're in that stage of life of, you know, hey, I've got this checklist and I'm going to run through as many questions as possible. Rapid fire. (laughs) and uh no! if do you have references on on some of these <laughs> answers
0: and, can i talk <laughs> to some of your exes <laughs> right <laughs> oh my god
1: e- exactly so that you know that can happen
0: oh jeez i want you to show me in point form what your head game is like uh, oh my god i would run for the hills i oh god yeah i i hope never hear from that guy. I haven't heard from that guy yet. Uh because it was a very recent date, but oh okay. god. Oh so this How is do you... this
1: is like just happened.
0: <laughs> yeah like uh two months ago it happened so I was like okay, what, what five was your year plan. Re-
1: what was your response to to the question? My
0: five year plan I was like I I don't know. I kind of live in the moment and live in the present. Like yeah I, I don't really think that far ahead and I, I'm more of like uh, maybe as far as like six months from now, and then he gave me this look where it was like up and like looking at me up and down, like head to toe, and I felt like ugh, I need a shower. This is mm, ooh, I, yeah, oh god. Now, I, now, I how
1: do how do you think if you were to rephrase that question to maybe get the same information? that wasn't so interview-like, how would you How would you get that same information? Because it sounds like he's a planner, and you're very much a live-in-the-moment, and so maybe if it wasn't pre- presented in that same way, the offense wouldn't have been as taken.
0: Yeah. Mm, you know, okay, I, I don't so much live-in-the-moment, because I do like to plan things, but not that far ahead, right? Like, you mean... Uh, two weeks notice or something but I think a better question would have been like uh, so what do you see for yourself or like I I guess I would have taken less offense if he were to ask me uh, do you have any sort of like plans for uh, I don't know actually you know what I'm gonna have to sit with that because any way I shape it it feels accusatory or like judgy Hmm. Uh, what would be a better way to that's, ask? That's, that with a- that's
1: fair. I mean, yeah, it it does come off of that way. There's a good book by John Gottman. He's a relationship expert Gottman out Institute. of Seattle, yep. the, the, the Institute. And he has a recent book called uh, The Eight Dates. And so it's just eight different subject matters that you need to have a conversation about. And one of those eight is like career slash money. So by that five-year plan, he he might be asking you about a number of those eight dates from values. Like, you know, do you value planning versus living in the moment? He could be asking, like, financially, what is your financial plan? But because it was presented in such an uh, abrasive way, it was really hard to hear past it, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But if he presented it in a, like... I want to, like, have a conversation around, you know, these eight areas, like, in some form or fashion, and just it maybe it be eased in and not so regimented. It could have had a conversation that could have said, okay, these are my values, and this is how I want to live my life.
0: Mm. I, I would have appreciated that more rather than, so what's your plan for the next five years? <laughs> i don't fucking know i don't even know if i'm gonna be alive in five years or if the world is still gonna be here in five years right. jesus right <laughs> yeah but and, and and if and maybe if
1: he would have done it in a in a little more not necessarily tactful way but if he would have done it in a way to where that you could hear his intent it could have been a it could have been a great date
0: It could have been I mean don't get me wrong I still fucked him but I'm not going to see him again. <laughs> That's
1: what's up. You still added him to you still added him to the ki- kill list? It's
0: like list. <laughs> 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 uh, but like there was this mutual agreement at the end of uh, us fucking that we were like so we didn't really click we were just really horny. So I'll see you soon.
1: <laughs> hey, you know I love that honesty. I swear I I really wish that I could have as direct communication as I feel like my gay friends do because I swear <laughs> like having that direct of a conversation to the
0: point uh, in a
1: in, in a heterosexual relationship it, it does not happen that often no so I I, I admire that about (laughs) um, about your lived experience. We're
0: very we're very like go go go. Like are we gonna fuck? Are we not? Like let's get this train going.
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly. I I I will live vicariously through you in that regard (laughs) and 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 hope that I can add just a a pinch of like directness and honesty um, in my lived experience (laughs) as as you
0: hopefully not as callous or as cold as me but (laughs) go go yeah you know i
1: i i I probably won't call it a kill list um (laughs) that wouldn't that that wouldn't feel uh you know that wouldn't feel like the authentic me but um i'll find a different way to you know to to phrase that that time together
0: uh loved experience not lived experience loved experience loved sp- I,
1: I like it i, I can there I can, you go i can go take it
0: one. take it it's too corny <laughs> for me but <laughs> <laughs> so i like that you brought that up because my next question is going to be a little more personal what have you personally learned about yourself andre uh and how you relate to yourself and to others after the development of chosen
1: i would say just being Comfortable with the idea of not necessarily Always being emotionally available Of uh, You know hey I, I This is my capacity right now And this is all I can bring to the table Or how all I can show up uh, Emotionally or time wise I think that Was my biggest uh, struggle Of like having to think That I needed to be Amazing all of the time And like Never wanting to just be open and honest about like, hey, this is this is all of the capacity that I have right now. And and is that OK for you? If you need more than that, like maybe we can touch base later, you know, just being able to have that conversation. I think that was something that I've I've grown with. And then also, I think just remembering how important different friends are that my inner circle is to me of having that same level of intention and care for my inner circle as I um, maybe previously would have put forward in my romantic relationships.
0: That's so profound and like very soul searchy. I like that.
1: (laughs) I wish I had the same. Man, let me tell you like last year when I like all of these nudges, you know, I'm working with relationship professionals on them. And so Uh, As we're creating this content, I'm consuming it all and I'm having all of these internal dialogues. So there was like a good 45 days last year that I just did not want to work on chosen at all because I was having these internal dialogues because like as you're creating this content, I'm having I'm asking myself those internal conversations. And so, you know, it, it was emotionally draining uh, from time to time of just like, man, I, I don't I don't wanna be that introspective right now. Like I don't have the capacity to do it. And so like I would just distract myself in working on different other aspects of chosen to where I could just avoid not having that dialogue with myself. You know, just being able to like emotionally handle creating the content and and you know, that was that was a struggle last year for sure. Yeah.
0: It's a balance, right? You gotta find yeah. your work life balance and your personal health, mental health yeah Yeah. and whatever balance looks like to every individual i feel like that should be the ultimate goal uh with chosen with therapy uh because right now i think the entire world is in like such a state of disarray and Mm unbalancedness that we 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 need to find that that happy middle at some point right
1: yeah i mean because like we're all like going through I mean, I would say the one positive thing about right now is that we're all going through something similar in the sense that you're, it's not like you're alone. Like if you're having doubts and struggles, like there's millions of other people, hundreds of millions of other people that are going through the same thing. And so I would say that's the one benefit right now is it's, it's not, we're not suffering in silence and like, Wondering if nobody, if nobody else is going through it. Like, no, we, we all went through COVID last year and, and, you know, we're all, you know, struggling with like, you know, are we going to work from home or not work from home? Like we're re-questioning all of those things. And so I think it's a great time for us to check in with, you know, all of our friends and family and with ourselves and just realize that, you know, we're all going through it at the same time. You're not alone.
0: Ooh, I, I I was about to ask, do you have any parting words of wisdom? But damn, you wrapped that up so well. Jeez. Um, well, this is the segment of the show where I want to play just a short little game with all my guests. Uh, do you have some time, Andre? Yeah. Uh, so this, this segment of the game is called Naughty or Nice. So you get to pick. Do you want to go Naughty or Nice first?
1: Uh, let's go with Naughty first
0: naughty okay so the naughty part of this game is called red flags and what we're gonna do is we're gonna go on or rather you're gonna set me up on a date and this date has three qualities two are good and one is a red flag and you're basically defending why this date is worth going on so okay um, yeah
1: because the two two flags are positive. Yeah, and hopefully those two flags outweigh the the, the third red flag. Okay, you
0: would think that, you would think that, but we'll see. Possibly. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Ooh. So, date number one is uh, in touch with their feelings. Um, has all the same hobbies as I do, but <laughs> only speaks in business buzzwords. <laughs> Shit. So, <laughs> can we? put that in the parking lot (laughs) or like (laughs) jesus oh man that just threw me back to my actual date what do you have for your five-year plan (laughs) yeah exactly no
1: yeah i could i could i think for you that would definitely be a red flag i i i I can see but you have to say
0: why i should go on it you have to say why why should should you
1: go go on it? it um yeah okay so you should go on it because they are a planner And so that that actually frees you up to live more in the moment because they will do all the the planning. And so all you have to do is show up and enjoy the moment and they will do all of the
0: planning. Oh, my God. But what if like in the middle of sex he's like i'd like to see my return on investment in this relationship <laughs> oh. uh
1: well they might be thinking about that in their head as long as they don't say it out loud but they um, do they only speak in business buzzwords um you know <laughs> as a as an entrepreneur that might turn me on so <laughs> i i would i would be in heaven i'd be like oh girl go here <laughs> let me give you this roi <laughs> so uh yeah that would that would probably that would be a positive for me but i could totally see how that would be a negative for you
0: their sexual uh repertoire is all about key performance indicators or something kpis like what's
1: your what's your sexual kpis absolutely Ah! i could i I could totally, I could totally go out with that person. So, um, so yeah, so like I, I think that like your return on investment might be, uh, might be good because they will do all of the planning, and all you have to do is show up in the moment and enjoy yourself, <laughs> and just tune out all of that planning. They're going to talk about their plan. They're going to tell you like how they made the best plan and they, they might even have a pitch deck on how well they did that plan but you just need to show up and enjoy yourself
0: if he pulls out a pie chart after sex it's done it, I'm, I'm, I'm over it I'm done <laughs> done over i think that's it. i
1: think that is reasonable to <laughs> to not be happy about that that level of feedback uh you know I mean, give it 24 hours you know send me two if you want to one business day, if you want to send me a survey and I can give you feedback, okay. But let's not
0: do oh, it in the moment. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to stay single forever. I would rather stay single than, oh my God. Um, okay. Uh, next date here. Uh, so he makes me feel secure. That's nice. Okay. Uh, That's nice. The perfect amount of physical affection. Okay. Um, but he's a death row inmate.
1: Ooh, so I would say the tough part is it's going to be hard for them to go on dates. So. um,
0: Conjugal visits only?
1: Conjugal visits only. But I would say that you would never have to worry about them being clingy. uh, Because they are, you know, you know where they are. You don't have to worry about jealousy because, like, you know where he was. Um, So. So yeah, so I would say that that would be the benefit um, <laughs> that you could you could go on that date uh, because you don't have to worry about um, you know them crossing your emotional availability line.
0: Oh my god! And I'm their last meal.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: And the card never said when they're going to be executed, so who knows? Could be right tomorrow. And also, they, and now.
1: also, they are like they will have that meal like it is their last and so I think it would speak to your living in the moment because they don't, you know, their moment will come to an end at some point.
0: It will also speak to my extremely high libido. (laughs) Exactly. You're never gonna know. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I think you defended this death row inmate better than the buzzword guy. (laughs) honest. (laughs) (laughs) yeah he committed a mass murder a genocide but at least he fucks well
1: Mm. (laughs) right exactly
0: oh my god okay so that was the naughty part of this game so let's go to the nice where the questions are a little more wholesome and i i like these ones uh so this question says what was something you learned about sex that you now know to be wrong Mm. oh um
1: doesn't have to be sex
0: it can also be relationships too
1: i I will take this back in the day so i remember i found condoms in my parents room and i could have swore my dad was cheating on my mom i was like mom you need to leave him he out here running these streets he got condoms not thinking like, okay, maybe they just don't want to have another sibling. Kid, like, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um,
1: and so, yeah, so that was definitely something that, that, you know, I it probably took me to my 20s because it wasn't like they had a conversation about it. They were just like brushed it under the rug. So, yeah, so that, that was definitely something that I know um, that um, you don't necessarily, you're not cheating if you use condoms
0: yeah or like condoms aren't just for single people like married right. people can use it married too.
1: people use them as well married people yeah. have you know family planning uh needs as well yeah
0: <laughs> they have sex what husbands yeah, and wives and they have, have sex. sex
1: what exactly who
0: knew that i thought sex was only for the single people
1: <laughs> right exactly or or the married people were only having it when they were trying to uh birth to another, have a kid. another child and you know they had to wait you know, a couple business days to find out did uh, <laughs> did it work?
0: <laughs> oh my God! Please, this business day thing is gonna send me to my grave. I could. Mm, I, oh, I'm and I, can, now.
1: I can get. I can give you plenty of them. Uh, <laughs> and if you happen and if you happen to know any uh, any any females that uh, can talk that language, they can <laughs> feel free to DM me.
0: Listen, I work corporate, so probably I will. To let them know I got friends down south who know that they will get turned on by business buzzwords. Jeez. Um, okay, so this last question here says, when it comes to your sex life, what has helped you grow the most thus far?
1: Um, I think being comfortable hearing what's on people's bucket list. Oh. Because you just Never like creating That safe space to where It's comfortable To for them to tell You like just their Most interesting Fantasy and You know even if it's something that maybe They don't think that they'll ever be An opportunity to act on it Them being comfortable with Saying yeah that kind of turns me on And so whatever that may be And I feel like Usually when it's been outside of a relationship, people are more apt to be like, oh, yeah, I'm I would this really turns me on. But it's like, how can you create that same intimacy and honesty with somebody uh, that you're in a relationship with and and making them feel safe uh, enough to share?
0: With each other. Mm. God damn it. Andre, you're so wholesome. I can't. I'm so fucking disgusting and filthy, but you're like talking about love and self-care and shit. Like, god damn it. <laughs> making you know, look sometime, so bad on Sometimes,
1: sometimes some so, sometimes self-care is 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 the 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 nasty <laughs> fantasies that we have. Like that's a form <laughs> of self-care.
0: You know what? Uh, you okay, know, yeah, true. It, true.
1: You know, uh being in a group situation you're the center of attention. That's self care, right?
0: True. True. I'm like Tinkerbell. So Is that if the a, attention's not on me, I will die.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Andre, thank you so much for coming on the show. You're such an amazing guest. And I hate to wrap up anything, but Now that we're coming to the end, can you please make like a butt and plug away anything that you want the audience to find?
1: So I'd say on social media, you can find us at Chosen app Uh, online. You can find us at Chosen.io and you can find me on Twitter at uh, Andre Chosen.
0: Perfect. So succinct. Love it. Well, everybody, you've made it this far into this chaotic-ass conversation. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, because guess what? You are supporting comprehensive thorough sex education and queer content and we love an ally so don't forget to hit that subscribe button that five star or whatever it is that you do on podcast websites i don't listen to my own show (laughs) but anyways spread the love and don't forget to share with your friends and with that i bid you all good night and i will see you at the next episode bye Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin MacLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at SexEd with Tim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. E